All right, folks, picking it up where we left off. It is episode 37, Teddy Roosevelt Show, same day, Friday, November 11th, the mega two-part blockbuster Teddy Roosevelt podcast, probably the most important podcast that I've ever done because the State of the Union is fucked, ladies and gentlemen. We're fucked. Um, we are really fucked. You know, I got to say again, 95.8 million people voted in the midterms. There's 333 million Americans. So 238 million Americans said, ah, my vote doesn't matter in this election. How much of it was apathy? How much of it was the system's broken? How much of it was they're going to steal it no matter what? It doesn't matter if my vote counts. Um, I don't think we're going to vote our way out of uh, communism, folks. They're just trying to make it seem closer than it is. It just makes no sense. The exit polls, 75% of the people are super pissed at the direction the country's going. Everyone's concerned about economy, inflation, crime, and that's infect, uh, affecting every single person. And they doubled down. Yep, let me get some more Kathy Hochul. Let me get some more uh, Raphael Warnock. I'm going to vote Republican all the way down, but not for Herschel. Because I think it would be better if we had a Democrat-controlled Senate. I don't know anyone who thinks that way. So you can't even say, hey, the system is so slow. It's decreasing my trust. How come you're slow walking it? How come all these ballots came out on day one? It's, it's by design. It's not a bug. It's a feature. There's no way 20% of Maricopa County's voting polling places printers should be out the day of election for seven or eight hours. You should have tested it a million different times, a million different ways. And you have these Democrats making excuses Oh, machines malfunction. Newsflash, machines malfunction. Okay, I could see if it, you know, the it, 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 it timed out at two in the afternoon or three in the afternoon. Maybe it wasn't, you know, you didn't test it or it was plugged into a different socket and it short-circuited. Who knows? Not right off the bat. Not right in the beginning. Not right in places where there's heavily, um, they're, they're heavily uh, registered as Republicans. Right off the bat for seven or eight hours. And then people are confused. Well, I'll just go to another place. Well, if you do, your provisional ballot won't count. Carrie Lake's telling people, stand in line. How many people are working a second job or a third job? Or they got to take care of their kids or an older relative, mom or dad who's sick? Who has seven or eight hours on a weekday just to idle around in the hot sun in Arizona? And you don't even know, you don't know when it's going to be fixed. So are you even going back? Or are you just saying, screw this, it's done. And the guy's like, oh, you can fill it out and just throw it in that box over there. I'll take care of it for you. Okay. Some of the gaslighting going on, I heard, uh, or I read in the AP, they're like, you know, when it comes to elections, older people are used to instant gratification getting the results. But now that we have mail-in ballots with COVID, you know, the younger generation, they're used to this. They're used to it taking a couple days. So that's not why they're not outraged. Hold on. It's Gen Z that grew up with instant technology and instant gratification of everything. 
You could make four swipes on your phone and get anything from a pizza to a giraffe delivered to your door in 24 hours. You know, we could, you could order any product in the world and Amazon can get it to your door in one or two hours, 24 hours, if you have Prime. But we can't get these ballots counted. What is it? Is it the system? Is it a manpower issue? I think everyone would agree if it was a manpower issue or, hey, we just don't have enough people. Well, whatever we need to do, break that out of the budget and make sure there's enough people to count it. Um, it, it, it does not add up. It does not make sense that everyone's super pissed. Everyone's saying in the exit polls they're super pissed. Biden's approval rating is low as heck. And they doubled down for two more years of the same stuff. And then you look and Biden says, oh, what are you going to change? Nothing. You know, they're just finding out all the good stuff that we're doing. And then it just he's just an asshole, straight up incompetent. So 95.1 million people voted in this election. 50.1 for the GOP, 44.2 for Dems. So nationwide, Republicans got 6 million more votes, but... Uh, that's about as worth as a that's about as worthless as a moldy ham and cheese sandwich, which by the way, the CDC says do not eat deli meat right now. There's some sort of deli meat listeria thing. So don't eat a sandwich if you're listening to this. Avoid a deli meat. So the fact they're stretching it out, it like I've said a lot of times, the data dump, you know, if you got bad news. You want to release that at Friday at 4 p.m. So, you know, when everyone's getting off work, they're going to happy hour, the weekend's starting, they're stuck in traffic, there's no water cooler conversation. Um, so I think, you know, maybe Nevada, you know, so I, it's either going to be, you know, 5 o'clock on Friday or, you know, 7 o'clock on a Friday, which would be, you know, 5 o'clock Nevada time um, or, or, or Sunday during football, Saturday or Sunday during football when a lot of guys are, are and women are watching it. Um, it doesn't make any sense. So other shady, shady shenanigans. You know, at this time last year, um, I was told I just was an idiot because I, 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 I was skeptical of crypto. And um, folks, it is, it, is, it, is, it is crazy how much it's just changed in the last three days. So this Sam Bankman Freed, you can't make it up. His name is Bankman. Sam Bankman Freed funded all the Dems. You know, he said he was going to donate a billion dollars to Democrat super PACs and Democrat candidates by 2024. He donated $40 million, Sam Bankman freed, $40 million in this election cycle uh, to Dems, funded all the Dems. It was all, it was all, it was all with your money. It was all with your money. So FTX, you know, Tom Brady, having the worst year ever. Now, I mean, Tom Brady's worst year is, is, is everyone's dream year, right? But Tom Brady, you know, he was a spokesman for FTX. 
This FTX, they bought the naming rights for the Miami Heat Arena. 150 million bucks. It was all a giant scam. FTX had $16 billion in customer assets. So you would buy Bitcoin on there, Ethereum, any crypto on their exchange. They'd make their little cut of it. And then he was lending it. He had another holding company called Alameda. He lent them $10 billion of the, of, of the customer's money. So if you're a customer, he was taking your money and then lending it to his other company, which had a coin, FTT, propped up. You know, it's a FTT or FTX-backed stable coin. There's a great analogy. It's almost like, it's like if you created a guide for Beanie Babies and said, hey, this Beanie Baby was worth $5. Now it's worth 20 because I say so. And then you're making the Beanie Babies. I don't remember the rest of the analogy. It was really good. I forget what it was. But it's crazy. This guy donated 40 million bucks. It was all a fraud. It was all a fraud. And now, and, and this was the guy, You look, look for photos of him. He was hobnobbing. They were looking, all the Dems in the swamp were looking at Sam Bankman-Fried. Oh, he gave us 40 million bucks and he wanted to push regulation. And they were looking at him as the poster child um, for it. I should mention his, his mom, Sam Bankman-Fried's mom, is a lawyer who worked for Hillary Clinton. Um... So they were going to basically have this Sam Bankman-Fried guy write the rules for crypto regulation. And what a lot of people were saying was he was trying to just make it a monopoly where FTX was going to just run the industry. So they're giving Tom Brady money, the Miami Heat money. Um, but meanwhile, he was just taking all the assets. It's the same story. Remember with Celsius, with LunaCoin, with all these fake, it's a Ponzi scheme. The way to make it go is you got to convince more suckers to come in. So imagine if you're a Republican who got into crypto and you find out Sam Bankman freed, you know, there's millions of people right now. There's, there's $10 billion in there or $16 billion of customer assets. You can't get your money. Let's talk to my buddy. It's like the South Park thing, like, and it's gone. Oh, you had... Your life savings, $250,000 in crypto with FTX that had Tom Brady telling you it was legit, showing you how to use the mobile app on the Super Bowl. They've, they've got the naming rights for the, the Heat Arena. They've got to be legit, right? And they, and they propped up this coin. Nope. And it's gone. Not FDIC backed. And he was the Sam Bankman-Fried, was the poster child. I was just in the library the other day walking by magazines. I think he was on the cover of two of them. Sam Bankman-Fried's the hero. He's going to give a billion dollars to Democratic causes. And he lost, this is the ultimate, and it's gone. He lost 96% of his wealth, $16 billion this week in a matter of days. And this bastard actually told people, there's FTX and then there's FTX US. He actually told people, hey, FTX might be in trouble, but FTX US is fine. Don't worry. Just wait a couple days. You'll be able to access your money. Nope. As I'm coming on, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 
Um, all these big companies, BlackRock, Sequoia Capital, I saw Sequoia, they already wrote their investment down to zero. So world's smallest violin playing for BlackRock and Sequoia for, you know, they're, they're not exactly hurting for money, but, uh, it's a, and it's gone. They lost billions. I don't care about them. I care about the millions of people. I mean, you go into the Bitcoin, any of the Reddit forums right now, it's the suicide prevention hotlines that posted at the top. And you got all kinds of stories of people in their 20s convincing their parents or their grandparents, hey, there's inflation. There's no way you're going to be able to beat inflation. The market's too volatile. This is almost like a guaranteed return on your investment. Last year at this time, Bitcoin was $66,000 a coin. When I got on before uh, the last episode, I think it was at 15000 So it's cratering. This is the Bear Stearns moment for crypto. And you're going to see some major contagion. It's going to be, you know, Bernie Madoff, Enron. No, I, with, the, with the sheer amount of people who are getting ripped off. And then you just look, you're like, hey, Teddy, the midterm elections just happened. Why are you talking about this? Because this guy's mom was a lawyer for Hillary Clinton. He was hobnobbing with all, they trusted him. That just shows you, you know, it's a, it's a big party and I ain't in it. And if you're listening, unless Klaus Schwab's tuning in, sometimes he does, you ain't in it. Um, no one's in it, but they were trusting this guy, whatever he took, whatever he said they were taking as gospel and the laws for crypto were going to be written based on the savior, Sam Bankman-Fried, telling him what to do. And he's hobnobbing with everybody. And Scaramucci, um, you know, he, he had a, a, a big thing. Bill Clinton was down there in the Bahamas. Uh, Tom Brady. A lot of people got suckered by this guy. But, you know, I, I tried to warn people, hey, you don't like making money. I had friends in Idaho, Oregon, who were telling me I was missing, they go, it's going to 100,000. You're missing out on the, you just don't get the blockchain. I go, I don't get the blockchain. I've read more about it than you. Because I'm curious. I'm fascinated. I'm an inquisitive person. I read a book about the blockchain. I watched some videos. And their whole thing was, oh, it's a ledger. Everything's on the blockchain. Everything has a unique ID. So every in transaction out there, is 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 out in the public so you can see everything yeah okay but what if the transactions involve totally worthless scam coins great now you have a public record of you getting scammed it's just greed man greed so i don't think anyone's get they just filed for chapter 11 there's no regulations there's no fdic well now it's funny uh it's not funny. It's devastating for a lot of people. Um, he gave 40 million bucks to all the these super PACs, Democratic candidates. Bam, the election's over four days later. Now the SEC, now the government and the feds, they're opening up major investigations. This guy's going to, you know, he should serve the rest of his life in prison. I mean, they, they might have to bring back capital punishment for this guy. But he was literally... You know, they, they, they've halted all the withdrawals. He was embezzling money. He was embezzling money from FDX to buy 
other stocks like Robin Hood. He offered to buy Anthony Scaramucci's thing. He was buying stakes in other companies. Um, and then and then their biggest competitor, Binance, goes, oh, well, we'll bail you out. We just need to take a peek at your records. And then they looked at the records. They're like, dude, you're beyond salvaged. Sorry. Um, and that was a little... They were rivals. I mean, FTX was so desperate that they're like, all right, here, you can look at our, our books. And they're like, dude, this is the biggest clusterfuck we've ever seen. Sorry. So that caused it. So now you've had Celsius, Luna, and then this guy who was supposed to be the Democratic savior, $1 billion. He was going to donate in the next two years. And it's just going to spread. I saw BlockFi. That's another big one. They've halted withdrawals. So again, anyone, if you did get into crypto, get it out right now. Get it out right now or you're going to lose it all. Um, you're going to lose it all. So what else are we going to what else are we going to go into here, folks? It is Veterans Day. Um, I really just can't thank anyone enough. My dad was in the Air Force. I have a couple buddies who served in the military. Ultimate sacrifice. And um, it's, it's been 104 years since the armistice was signed in France in 1918. And just thank God the veterans aren't around, anyone who fought in that war, to see where we're at. Because there's a lot of traitors out there, a lot of sedition. And you just look at who had the most to lose from power to money to influence. Number one, who had the most to lose? Nancy Pelosi. Um, totally orchestrated the Paul Pelosi attack. Everything could come out, you know, and they use that and Biden, you know, to, to say democracy is at stake. And right now, you know, the Marxist takeover of America, it was long term and short term. It's like what did Ernst Hemingway or something? He's like. Something about going bankrupt, like, or uh, losing all his money. Like, it was gradual, and then it was sudden. And you've got, who's teaching the the kids? Just look at libs of TikTok. Um, um, just, just, just pick your poison, man. The, look, look at who's teaching the kids. It's all about climate. Um, it's birthing people. You know, instead of females, it's people with a uterus. Um... I've seen like even the Cleveland Clinic, uh, you know, pregnant capable people. This, this, this defies science. Um, science is defined male and female by gametes. I thought the, uh, the Leah Thomas, like trans people playing sports. I really thought the COVID. I am shocked that people forgot or they just want to memory hole it. The tyranny of COVID. And everyone who said my body, my choice for abortion, that's not valid for injecting an experimental gene therapy, mRNA shot into, into your body or you lose your job. You lose your friends. You can't go to Christmas. You get ostracized by society. Even the president says you're going to face a winner. You're selfish. You're stupid. You don't trust the science. Um, I just saw an article in The Atlantic. They're trying to now push the term under vaccinated. They go from now on, 
you know, moving forward, we should not be counting shots. And they said, okay, there's the first two shots. And then they said, all right, you need to get your booster. So that made it sound like you just needed to get a third shot. How many people would have got the first shot if they said, hey, you get these first two and then a third one six months later and then a fourth one and then a fifth one, the bivalent vaccine, and then it's going to be a yearly thing. So they actually, it was Catherine Wu who wrote the article on The Atlantic um, who said, and she interviewed a doctor, you know, we shouldn't say, hey, I'm on my 15th or 16th shot. Um, it's more like just topping off your cell phone battery. You know, you're just going to have to uh, get it every fall. And now they're going to combine the flu shot with COVID. So then you get two birds with one stone. 15 or 16 shots. And they're just saying like, that's, that's normal. You know, think about it. If you're under vaccinated, well, if you're fully vaxxed, you've had to have what, five shots? I think it's five. And there's just clown world stuff. Like, just look at the president. He got COVID, took Paxlovid, got COVID again, then waited 90 days, then got his fifth shot, the bivalent shot, which that's for Delta and Omicron. It's a combo. Those aren't the variants that are going to be, that are spreading around right now. It's these super variants. And you can read, you got to do your own research. Some of the people are like, Yep, the new variants are really uh, evasive, so we're probably going to have to come up with a new vaccine um, formula that you're going to have to take. But Catherine Rue was literally saying, like, yeah, a lot of people are, are pushing the yearly shot, including, uh, you know, a lot of reputable people like Albert Borla, the CEO of Pfizer. Oh, the CEO of the company who makes the vaccine thinks you should get it every every year? Interesting. Um. The, as I mentioned in the podcast before, if this was about public health, they would tell us what's going on with all these babies in the hospital with RSV and how many of them got one or two shots. Inquiring minds want to fucking know. Inquiring minds want to know. There was no, you know, they want amnesty. There was no apologies. No one ran on the COVID tyranny. No one pointed out the hypocrisy of the abortion versus the vaccine. Um, they didn't do a good job at all of explaining what the abortion, the Dobbs decision really meant. It really meant it was just going back to the states like it should have whenever Roe versus Wade was 1973. It should be up to the states. But you just had overzealous states Arkansas and Louisiana, nope, no abortions in any case at all. I don't know anyone who thinks that. If you got raped, you have to have the your rapist baby? Ooh. Imagine if that was your daughter or son or it was you. Ooh, it would be like a Sigourney Weaver and the Fly or Alien. Like, there's, there's, there's no way. I'd be like, get it out of my body right now. Um, no one did a good job of saying, calm down. And granted, you've got the social media echo chambers and everyone in the media against you. So it's hard to get the signal out. But what we have, like I sort of touched on before, is the Marxist takeover education system where you've got a, the, the dumbing down of, of society. 
bad teachers, not teaching STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. They're teaching kids that the climate's going to, you know, you're, you're not going to survive. Probably the Earth's, you know, the Earth's 6, 6.8 billion years old. And the average life expectancy of a human is what? It's dropping in the Americas every year, probably 75 Yep, you were just born at this crazy time where in the window when you're on this earth that's almost 7 billion years old, the seas are going to rise, it's going to get too hot, crop failure, damage, massive starvation. No, the insane thing of what's going on is what they're doing to accelerate us to a green new nightmare way earlier than... Any than 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 anyone than any logical person would say is is intelligent. Even Thomas Friedman, New York Times, is saying, "Hey, I want this to happen. I've been pushing for this for twenty or thirty years." But you can't just get rid of fossil fuels and not have the infrastructure in place to um, replace that energy. So that's the thing. They're saying, oh, there's going to be all these mass starvation and suffering if we don't do anything about climate. But these idiots, what their plan is to combat climate change is going to accelerate all kinds of suffering, pain, and death. Just look at Europe's winter right now. And they're creating more problems and then they have to throw billions more at it. You know, from a gas cap, um, they're trying to get OPEC to do stuff. You know, we're begging the Middle East to drill more oil when we're sitting on all kinds of oil right here. You know, France is, is begging Russia to send over more natural gas. And they've got 100 years worth of it if they would just start fracking. And you look, there's a lot of um, pushback. On the turbines in Michigan, they were pushing this wind turbine plan um, in Michigan, and they're going to put like 170 wind turbines on Michigan farmland. Not only did the voters vote that down, but everyone who pushed the plan got voted out of office because everyone's like, it's an eyesore. It's too loud. There's health issues associated with it. If you're close, you have the constant vibration in the hum. And then you had like the AP saying oh, unproven claims about, you know, the impact on like birds and nature, unproven claims. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out these giant, you know, 75 yard turbines spinning around are going to take out some animals. Would you want that in your backyard? A giant windmill? And every 20, you know, after 20 years, it's, it's, it's pretty much dead. So we're just accelerating. I think, you know, if we can't even agree if the election seems valid and they don't have any problem just doing exactly what they did last time with the five states that Trump lost, stop the, stop the counting. Let's see how many votes we have. And then we have this great law where it's known most Republicans vote the day of, most Democrats send in the mail-ins. Well, gee, now we know the tallies 
and we know exactly how many ballots are needed for our candidate to win. There's billions of dollars at stake. You know, a fascist Nazi who's going to destroy democracy and round up your kids and kill them could take over. Well, if you really thought that was true, wouldn't you try and steal it? I mean, if you really thought that was true and you didn't believe in God, you had no ethics, morals, you thought fashioned yourself as a member of the resistance. Yeah, you're going to steal it. Oh, and your boss is Katie Hobbs, the secretary of state of Arizona, who's running for governor. I mean, just the fact she didn't recuse herself with Arizona's history of shady shenanigans. The fact she goes, hey, I, I want to eliminate any doubt we've already had if she was really on the up and up, if she was ethically sound, you would remove yourself right away. That's like two wolves talking to a sheep and asking them, what's, what, what do you feel like for dinner? Um, how would you react if you were Carrie Lake and your opponent was in charge of running and certifying the elections? If you're Katie Hobbs, are you going to have Carrie Lake backers, Carrie Lake supporters as your main henchmen, as your main people who are, you know, certifying the votes? No, not if you want to win. And Carrie Lake had all kinds of momentum. So it's just insane. They, they, if it was taking that long, you'd think they'd say, hey, we've got a... Uh, temp workers, or we're going to bring in extra people just to make sure this is expedited. It is the most important. The, the voting and the elections is the foundation of the democracy. They're saying the democracy is going to die if our opponent wins, but yet the elections just raise all kinds of red flags. Just the slow walking. But if you say anything... You're an evidence-free election denier who we're going to come after you. It's like with a Kyrie Irving. He was the most visible anti-vaxxer out there. So they're just waiting for a window to punish and silence him and say, that's what you get for speaking up. Did you learn your lesson? You know, let this be a lesson to everybody. Did you see Alex Jones? They tacked on a, another, what, $460 million? So now Alex Jones, let's remember, he didn't kill anybody. He didn't pull the trigger. He was questioning the facts surrounding Sandy Hook. That's a $1.4 billion fine. I looked yesterday. That's bigger than the gross national product, the GDP of like, 20 different countries like and he's right around like Antigua and Barbados and uh she was seashells s-e-y-c-h-e-l-l-e-s wish I had Brad Swale on here to correct my at least one mispronunciation of the day um Alex Jones has to pay more than the gross national product of, of a gross domestic product of, of 20 different countries, you know, individually. 
He didn't kill anybody. Alex Jones had a bigger financial penalty than every single person who committed murder or mass shooting combined in the history of the world. It, 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 it's to send a message. If you speak up, you're next. This is what you get. If you're a Steve Bannon, if you're Mike Lindell, if you're Alex Jones, does, I mean, there, no one's, no one's, there's no outrage saying, okay, even if you hate Alex Jones, no one's saying, well, the, the, the punishment doesn't exactly fit the crime here. Has, has there ever been a verdict? Again, I think I mentioned um, Pfizer and Vioxx, or was it Merck? Vioxx, they killed like 55,000 people. Their drug that they lied about in the tests, that was $800 million. And that's a company with like 80,000 employees that makes billions of dollars of revenue. And oh, by the way, they can write a lot of that off. Alex Jones, for one individual questioning the narrative, $1.4 billion? It makes absolutely no sense. And it's supposed to not make any sense. It's just supposed to send a message. Hey, we own the media. And we can create the court of opinion. And we own the judges. And we can sue you in the court of our liking. Where we know the judge is on our side. Where we know the jury's going to be highly Democrat. And you're going to get punished just like him. So keep your mouth shut. It, it, it's chilling because what, what it, in Arizona, Carrie Lake had all the momentum, um, a lot of support. She's very charismatic. No one liked Katie Hobbs at all. Not saying no one, but a lot of people didn't. And what happens in Arizona if Katie Hobbs wins by 8,000 votes and people in Arizona feel like their vote doesn't count? Well, if you feel like your vote doesn't count or there was some shenanigans because the person who won governor was actually in charge of certifying. How is that even legal? How is that even legal? How, 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 how is she not forced to recuse herself by somebody higher up in the food chain? And how did she how, how did she not do it just under her own volition? Um, what, what's next? Are you just going to. Stop voting? It doesn't matter what my vote says. Are you going to hold a stop the steal rally? Because we all know what happened with all the people who did, did stop the steal. You got labeled as a denier. Anyone who even remotely supported you got cast as an election denier. Conspiracy theorist. And your life, you know, how many people are in jail right now? In federal prison... For coming up on two years, they've never been officially charged with with crimes. A lot of them, and a lot of them are in solitary confinement. Um, everyone's forgot about them. And so, what are you going to do? Are you going to be one of the next people to stick up for what you believe in? Get called names, have the feds come after you. You get tossed in the slammer, and no one's no one's coming to rescue you. It's, 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 it's by design.
it's by design. Um, so even if, let's just pretend the elections were all legit, the only conclusion you can reach is that the American electorate is dumber now, common sense wise or whatever, than at any other time. Um, Gen Z and the younger millennials have been brainwashed. And then what do you think happened during the two years of the COVID shutdowns? I talked about it before with the test scores. All these college professors are having to rearrange their syllabus, cut 80% off of it, and teach them basic core math skills, reading skills in college, how to study. So that was by design, too. It's almost like COVID was an intentionally manufactured bioweapon. And then what did the vaccine do? There's been a lot of people dropping dead early. People who followed Teddy for a while. You remember I made that video about the Daily Voice. All these people are dying. Suddenly, you know, in their sleep, in their 20s and 30s, mother of two. You know, it's either one or two. It's either, you know, a, a drug overdose. Um, they weren't that healthy to begin with. Or could it possibly be complications from this vaccine, which... You know, the new one was tested on eight mice. They didn't test it on human. The human trials are still coming out. And I'm seeing a lot of things like probably, should be. There's a lot of qualifiers attached to what the new vaccine, the bivalent vaccine is supposed to do. I saw the vitriol on Twitter as it melts down. And I just, I just wonder about Elon Musk. He is a WEF you know, World Economic Forum guy. He's gotten a ton of money from the government. You don't think they have a little compromising material on him? So what what, what is his plan? Now that the Dems don't have control, is he just going to take it down? It looks like he's just trying to implode it. Maybe so he can just file for Chapter 11. Maybe it's just a financial strategy. He's just going to turn it into a cluster and just shut it all down. There was a lot of censorship, but there still was some conservatives and a way for people to communicate. So maybe the plan is to split everyone up. Someone's going to, people will be on truth, gab, getter. It's like the Trump versus DeSantis. That's exactly, it was two in the morning, the next day, you know, the Murdochs, everyone's saying, oh, you know, Rupert, he gave the kid the keys to his kid, who's a liberal. The next day, New York Post comes out, Trumpy Dumpty. You know, Trump is now saying he's going to announce a big announcement on Tuesday. At this point, I just put it on hold until after the elections because there's no one who gets. I'll put it this way: just Trump's personality is. Totally a, a no-go and toxic. If there were independents and moderate Democrats who don't like what they see, um, but Trump's the other option, that's a no-go. It's a no-fly zone. And there's a lot of Republicans that... Man, Trump, I grew up on the East Coast. You're used to sort of the brash, loud, fast-talking, in-your-face level of conversation and dialogue. And tossing insults at your buddies... It's, it's all in good fun, almost. Not, maybe not the way Trump does it. 
So just as personalized a turnoff, I just, Trump had some great policies. God bless him for what he did. But his ego, if it was really about the future of the country and getting the, the Republican Party unified, he wouldn't be calling Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious in public. He wouldn't be um, saying, hey, I have dirt on 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 Ron DeSantis. He's an average guy. And the media sees this and they are pushing it big time. That's exactly what you want. Imagine if you had Hillary criticizing Biden. If you were a Republican, you'd be egging that on. Or just, a, let's say, AOC versus Biden or something. The progressives versus the moderates, which I thought there was going to be a red wave, as I, as I said on this podcast a bunch of times, as many people thought. And if you look at the exit polls, that's what it should have been. So I can either you know reach one conclusion, either the system, the elections are corrupt People decided to vote against their best interests, which I don't get. Or the electorate is just dumber than it's ever been. And as I said earlier, I thought COVID, you know, it's a disease. It's a virus. Everyone's got their level of fear, you know, level of what adversity. For a lot of people, the COVID scare was the scariest thing they ever had in their life. But it's about to get way, way, way scarier. We might look back at two, you know, 2022 as the good old days, the way it's going. Um, you know, some things I'm not that great at, deciding where to move, um, <laughs> among, among other things. But I feel like I have a really good uh, logic. Um, and I got my master's degree, took the GRE tests, which are the SATs to get into grad school in the 90s. And I was in the 96th percentile, not to brag, not to boast. But anyone who went into grad school that year, I had a better logic score. Like, hey, Tommy and Brenda get on the bus. Tommy can't sit next to Charles. Charles has to sit two seats away from Mary. You name it. That was a basic example. And all my logic, intuition, common sense just leads me to believe that um, we're on the Rome trajectory. I don't mean to be doom and gloom. I'm just all about reality and truth. And, um, you know, I'm back in Texas. Look at Austin. Jennifer Verdon got, I think, like 11% of the votes. I, they, Celia Israel, you know, crime is up, murder's up, homeless, trash, tents, everything. And the Austin voters went with, and it's going to be a runoff election, Celia Israel who got endorsed by the cop-hating Austin Justice Coalition. You just have to wonder how bad does it have to get for people to realize um, or to vote different or to change their vote. How gullible and easily manipulated is the electorate right now when our school systems suck, um, this new generation, their IQ uh, collectively probably dropped you know, well, an average of probably about 12, 20 points. I don't know if they're ever getting those points back. And now they've seen proof over the last two years that if you vote a certain way, it can financially benefit you. You know, you look, if you're just looking at the short term, 
hey, I got checks from COVID. I got unemployment. I got to work from home. Um, my student loans got forgiven. Hey, under Biden, my life is getting better. I've gotten a lot of free money. I got money that I owed, wiped off my balance sheet. Well, actually, there's a court in Texas that shot that down. Who knows? They're probably going to redo it and push it through with even more. But uh, if you're looking at it, you know, it's, it's, it's greed. But you don't realize everything else is about to get way more expensive and way worse. And the things we took for granted um, are not going to be available. And... You know, I just think we we have a dumbed down culture, a dumbed down populace, and a lot of people, they are just addicted to the screen. As long as they've got Netflix, video games, TikTok, sports ball, um, they don't really care. Until you unplug the Xbox or shut off the internet or they can't eat that's the one thing is, is by the time they realize, I mean, just look at the big picture, folks. There's no way we're going to pay off this deficit. China and Russia and the Middle East are all working behind the scenes feverishly to make sure the U.S. dollar is not going to be the world's currency sometime this decade. Um, they look at us and think we're nuts. And if you're in Europe or anywhere first world and you're looking at our election results, how they do it, pen and paper, paper ballots, no machines, everyone gets the results that night. Um, no one's questioning it. You're just looking over and being like, the United States is screwed, man. They, they are screwed. And... What was that? The Deagle? Remember, there was a big, big fuss about Deagle. Um, it was a, a private, um, like a military industrial um, complex, like an advisory firm. They're like a consulting group. And they had projections on world population and U.S. population. And they had something like by 2025 or 2026, they projected the U.S. population was going to be I think it was 180 million. We're at 330 million. And everyone's like, what happened? What, what, why are they saying, you know, we're going to lose 150 million people in four years? Well, just look at the policies, the way we're rolling. Um, if we run out of diesel, run out of oil, there's no way to get food. There's going to be riots. There's going to be chaos in the cities. That's when shit really hits the fan. When you can't feed, you know, there's no access to food. That's when people start killing each other. And um, that's the way it's going with the oil and gas and everything else. I predicted it before. I go, I hear there's going to be a lot of tech layoffs and they're not going to announce it until after the midterms because they, you know, they don't want to announce it in October and the stock's you know, the economy and everyone's like, oh man, now there's all these layoffs. We got to course correct and reverse this. No, of course, Zuckerberg, who contributed hundreds of millions of dollars in 2020, he wasn't going to announce that in the middle of October, end of October. He was saying he was going to lay people off in July and August. 
No, he waited until Wednesday to do it. Elon said, hey, when I take over Twitter, I'm firing half the people. So that wasn't planned. But now you've got the crypto uh, contagion. And I haven't looked at it. We're coming up on the 50-minute mark of the first double-decker back-to-back Teddy Roosevelt podcast attack in history. You're tuned in episode 37. Teddy Roosevelt, you can listen to this podcast on teddyroosevelt.substack.com. iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, and, pod- and Apple Podcasts. Um, sorry there's no music on this one. I'm doing this on the road, folks. I'll make up some tasty beats here sometime between now and Thanksgiving. But uh, the crypto thing, you're talking about millions of Americans. That was, hey, Tom Brady said this is cool. They had enough money to buy the Miami Heat rights until 2042. Sam Bankman-Fried, he's the poster child. He's the Democrat wonder kid. He's in D.C. in the swamp hobnobbing with everyone from Kevin McCarthy to Nancy Pelosi. Just look. He was literally telling them, here's how we should write the rules and here's what we should do. He's worse than Bernie made up. Even till yesterday, he told everyone FTX US is fine. So Tom Brady got paid in, uh, you know, equity and coins. You know, world's smallest violin playing for Tom Brady. But that's just uh, to give you an idea. Um, you know, Tom Brady, he's pretty meticulous. He's got a team of advisors. Probably not going to jump into anything that he thinks is a scam. That just shows you hit everyone from Tom Brady to, well, the Congress, that's easy to dupe, to millions of people, way worse than Bernie Madoff. That 40 million bucks was all smoke and mirrors. They just created a coin, said we backed it. Then they transferred your money, if you invested from FTX to um, Alameda Holdings, and bought their own shit coin. They bought their own shit coin and propped up the value. See, this coin's worth... uh, $3.50. Wow. Um, FTT, which is the name of their coins, really blowing up today. Man, I got to get on that. Well, it was all FTX transferring $10 billion of the customer money over to their own holding company to buy their own coin to make it look like there was some sort of demand for it when it was totally worthless. Enron times... Bernie Madoff times the Holland tulip craze mixed in with the internet, greed, um, mass formation psychosis. And again, who is buying a lot of the crypto and pushing it? Gen Z, younger millennials. Tom Brady's Gen X. He got suckered. But they all fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And there were arrogant assholes about it, too. And there were two of the biggest articles I wrote so far this year was on the Texas Bitcoin miners and how they're just chewing up the grid, eating up the grid, mining coins. And they were making more money for shutting off. Think about it. ERCOT, these greedy bastards, they made the incentives so that during the heat of the summer, it was cheaper for you to shut down and get paid than to run your machines. It's more lucrative to get paid not to work than to work. When has that ever worked out? Um, Look what happened with COVID. So 
um, this was going on. It's uh, um, uh, Friday morning, and I'm coming up on two straight hours. But it's going to get ugly with the contagion. I can't imagine. Bitcoin's probably dropping like a stone because this was breaking news when I was getting on here that they filed for Chapter 11. But this cat had interest and was saying he was going to buy all these other companies or he had investments in all these other companies that were all built on a giant house of cards. No one's getting their money back. $10 billion, millions of people around the world, a lot of them in the United States, and no one in Congress, no one in the SEC even got crypto. And since this cat was donating 40 million bucks in this election cycle, he was the darling. They weren't even going to pop the hood and take a look. Hey, he was going to do another 960 million, he said. And just in five days, 96% of his wealth evaporated. Turns out all that money was just bullshit. I mean, ideally, the candidates and everyone should return it to pay back the suckers. But we tried to warn them. Same with NFTs. At this time last year, Bitcoin was 66,000 bucks. Now it's probably about, I'm predicting like 14,000 when I, when I end this. It'll be up 14,000 by noon central. Um, it might be under 10. It might go, I'm telling you, it's bear, the Bear Stearns moment. But there's no one who's going to bail them out. There's no Bernanke who's going to bail out the banks. Oh, if they bail out the crypto firms, then you'll see some people. Well, I don't even know. What's it going to take? And what happens if you do protest? We've already seen that. So it's not looking good, folks. Um, it's not looking good for the future of, a, of America, future democracy. And that's the worst thing. Accuse others of that which you are doing. Hillary Clinton is already saying right-wing extremists plan to steal the 2024 election. No one ever mentions the real insurrection, which happened November 3rd, 2020, at 3 in the morning, when five blue-dominated states, November 4th, 3 a.m., 2020, when all the blue-controlled, dominated states where Trump was up, in some cases, you know, quarter million, 300,000 votes, they all stopped counting. That was the insurrection right there. Um, but we're right-wing extremists trying to steal it. Okay. Okay. And if you say anything, you get thrown in jail or fined $1.4 billion. Doesn't sound like a free society. Doesn't sound like we have a lot of patriotic Americans who are Mr. Smith goes to Washington, who are doing their best to represent their constituents and do what's best for the good of the country. Nope. Once they get in there, they if they don't toe the party line or they're not controlled opposition, they get treated but like a Lauren Boebert or somebody. It's just bad. So the crypto thing's going to... Um, the question is, it's going to take down a lot of these companies. Uh, you know, does it spread further than that? And the election's over, folks. You're going to see gas go up. I mean, they're just trying to cheer inflation. 
it's at 7 7.7%. And they're saying, oh, it went down. It's a softer, it's a softer number. It's down 0.5% from, uh, from last month. It's getting, it's getting worse. Um, and I, and I, I wish I, I felt differently. I wish I had better news, but I don't trust what's going on in Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, the split ticket, Kemp gets 55, Walker gets 49. There's no way if you're that pissed at the state of the union that you're splitting your ticket, all Republicans down the, down the line and then leaving Herschel off your ballot. It's not happening. And, you know, Pennsylvania's my home state. Was Oz the best candidate? No. Um, I really have to ask, was, what, should Trump have gotten, was, was Trump, a Trump endorsement the kiss of death for Oz? Because one thing's for sure, Trump galvanizes people who hate him to get out there and vote because the media frames him as orange-haired Hitler. Orange Hitler. And we just have a lot of idiots out there. If you owned a McDonald's and Fetterman was running the drive-thru, you'd probably have to take him off the shift and just tell him it's not working out after a couple hours. Give him a happy meal and say thanks for the effort, buddy. Um, I don't think you have what it takes to cut it here at McDonald's. They're talking about him running for president? Idiocracy. It's an idiocracy. They just want the next big thing. They're trying to find the next Obama, the young guy with no experience who could galvanize people. It just breaks my heart, man, that, that we have presidents who are sinking this low. Former presidents. Um, there's no adults in the room, it seems. DeSantis is the closest and I've heard some things about DeSantis, too. But he might be the best shot. I mean, just how he dealt with COVID in Florida. At least he didn't tow the, tow the, the globalist line and fall for the propaganda and everything. So that says, that says something. But they're going to push this DeSantis versus Trump. And I think Trump's ego might just um, implode the whole thing. And just reading some quotes on Substack or, or comments, a lot of people, they voted for Trump twice, 2016 and 2020, but his actions over the last 10 days, calling out Ron, giving him a name, cheering when a GOP candidate lost, when the, that, that, that could have been the, the deciding, um, I forget who it was, could have been the deciding person to give us a, at least a 51 to 49 majority in the Senate. So Kamala's not the uh, the final vote. We all know how she's going to vote. So it's really just rubbing it in your face. Look, we're doing the exact same thing that we did before. We're going to slow walk the results in Arizona. Masters is going to lose. You know, all the toss-ups, Dems lost, narrow margins, when it was supposed to be a red wave. And now it's all going to come down to Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for an election to steal. He was in a bind. He was way behind. He was looking to make a deal. I might have to do a parody song. That was just off the top of my dome. The Democrats went down to Georgia. They were looking for an election to steal. 
they were in a bind because they were way behind and they were willing to make a deal. How come no one's done that yet? Dude, I'm, that might just have to be my next thing. The Democrats went down to Georgia. There's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars poured into that. You know, Georgia beat my alma mater, Tennessee, pretty handily. But um, I feel bad for the Bulldogs fans. They're just going to get, and anyone in Georgia, please, we got to have a rule or maybe like a V-chip on a TV. Um, especially for sports bars or group settings. No political ads during sports. That's the one time that you maybe have some escapism. I'm going to take a break from Clown World and maybe, you know, go back to my youth when it was simple baseball and I really like sports. And then Clown World comes crashing in for two and a half to three minutes in between every half inning. It's just brutal. And the Stacey Abrams machine, Fulton County, I guarantee they're going to count up all the redneck counties. They're going to count up everybody else. And then Fulton County is going to be the last one with mail-in balloting. And Warnock's going to squeak out the win by 10,000 to 60,000 votes. Voila, voila, voila with a V, Brad, if you're listening. I got that, V-O-I-L-A, voila. Um, voila, they're going to have control of the Senate. Same exact thing. And we're going to have two years of, of even worse. And Biden's saying nothing's going to change. Business as usual. Look what's happened in the last two years. So what do we hope for? I mean, do you really want to hope for things to get that freaking bad? That you don't have a choice? How much bad does it have to get? How much bad does it have to get? How many bumbling press conferences? You know, Biden single-handedly with the Philly speech and the Union Station speech. The two most divisive, historians will look back, the two most divisive demonizing speeches the president's ever given. Um, and the vaccine one. It's, it's not good. Teddy Brosvelt, episode 37. Hope you stayed with me for the whole time. I know I repeated some stuff. I had a lot on my mind. I had to really motivate myself to do this. Do this one, because I'm just um, not optimistic at all about the future of our democracy, and that's how they want it. They want us frustrated. They want us um, to just be like, it's not even worth voting. My vote doesn't matter. Nothing's going to change. Um, maybe I should just go buy a PS5 or an Xbox and uh, an Oculus headset and uh, just go into a virtual world and, and, and not pay attention to this world. Um, there's no way I can do that. There's no way I can do that. I have a potentially blockbuster interview uh, with a gentleman here in Austin who I've been talking with. Um, it, it is, it is, it is earth shattering. Some of the, some of the things that he's going to share on this podcast. And I've been trying to do my due diligence just to make sure everything's on the level. Cause I always try and make sure I bring you the truth and justice. And I'm doing this from a point of love folks. I wasn't even politically active. Really? I paid attention, but wasn't really politically active 
um, until 2020. And really with COVID and the lockdowns and seeing how unfair it was. And now it's just like, I don't have a choice. I just feel like um, staying silent is complicity. I can't just sit here and shut up and see the greatest country in the world disintegrate without trying to share truth and knowledge and information about what I think is going on. And it's all from a point of love. I love my country. I love my fellow citizens. And the amount of hate that's going on in Twitter just makes me sick to my stomach. I saw lefties on Twitter saying, oh, well, maybe the Republican turnout wasn't as bad or wasn't as strong because so many of the maggots, M-A, you know, capital M-A-G-A, lowercase T-S, died from COVID because they didn't get the vaccine. That's how brainwashed people are. They, they were cheering death. Um, it's like the uh, woman who wrote the uh, Julia Child cookbook. She had black hairy tongue. Got COVID again. She was like triple or quadruple vax, got black hairy tongue and then died. I'm not cheering for anyone's death, but she was literally rooting. There's some COVID deaths that are good. Anyone who didn't wear a mask or anyone who was vaccinated. And... Whether you believe in karma or whatever, all I got to say is look at the all-cause mortality, man. In the, the highest vaccinated countries, it's up by 10 or 15%. And you got to look at a- Ethical Skeptic, Alex Berenson, Igor Chudoff on Substack. As I mentioned, everyone's got to read the Matt Taibbi. It's the most recent one that he has on Taibbi, T-A-I-B-B-I dot substack dot com with an FBI whistleblower. You got to read it. it. It will shock you to your core, no matter what side of the political aisle you are on. It's a surveillance thing. They and, and, and they don't have crimes against you. They don't have um, like with the January 6th stuff. The, the whole point was to just scare you, intimidate you, and let you know you're on the FBI's radar. And if you do anything crazy, they're coming after you. It's Eastern Germany. I mean, dude, and that's the thing. They're saying Trump's Hitler. They're saying democracy dies if the Republicans win. It's dying on a vine. It's dying on a vine. And, um... Just get your popcorn ready for the reaction in Arizona if Carrie Lake loses that. Because all indications were she had a ton of support. Katie Hobbs was really not liked at all. She's in charge of the elections. If you were from another country, or if this was going on in another country, what would you say? It seems like something that would happen in Venezuela, Cuba, or some country we would refer to as a banana republic. I don't know. Banana's too nice of a word for what's going on here. It's like a rotten apple. A rotten apple republic with worms in it. And the Uniparty, man. It's the Uniparty, McCarthy, McConnell. You know, for moderates, for independents, if you don't like McConnell or McCarthy, what do you think everyone else thinks? So I'm starting to think our only hope maybe is DeSantis to unite everybody. The media is going to keep pushing this to divide us. Don't take the bait. 
please don't take the bait. I don't know if Trump's ego is going to let him not take the bait. But it's going to be a sad state of affairs, folks, for the GOP if we have Trump and DeSantis throwing one-liners, insults at each other. It would be a knockdown, drag-out primary. And I think it would divide the GOP. And a lot of people are Trumpers till they die. Um, and, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's looking bleak. Um, I I hope some good news happens. I don't encourage anyone to do anything drastic. Don't get depressed. You can, your life can always turn around. If your life's not going the way that you want it to, just pretend you're a cat and you got nine lives. Whatever you hate about your life. Just decide, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to change up my thing. I've always wanted to do this, this, and this. Just go all in. It's crazy, the universe, when you go all in on a certain project, the universe will sometimes align and reward you, oftentimes. Teddy's word of advice. Calling it a, a podcast, episode 37, Friday, November 11th, 2022, Veterans Day. TeddyBroosevelt.substack.com, iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a comment in the Substack. I see Blue Canaries is. I don't see anyone else. But uh, I appreciate everyone listening, really, from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I'd really like to just get some feedback. If you want to come on the show, I think I might have to... I'm going to get settled down here, folks. I've just been... uh, on the road, I'm probably going to write a travelogue of what I saw and witnessed during my travels. But I can tell you this, it's the shortages, the labor shortages, the long lines going in stuff. It's happening everywhere. People are stressed. Um, people are hurting. Cost of everything is going up. We got to have compassion for each other. We got to have love for each other. Love is the most powerful force in the universe, folks. Nothing can change my mind about that. And there's just a lot of hatred and bitterness. And I'm just afraid, you know, it's going to take something like a World War II or something where there's death, destruction, chaos, suffering before everyone realizes, hey, we all share this country. We all share this planet. And this isn't a, a, a healthy way. We only have a short time on this planet. And to just be demonizing, attacking, lying, gaslighting, it's not healthy for the future democracy. It's not healthy for people's mental health. And um, we got to do something to turn it around. Going to go to the, uh, going to go to the workshop, figure out a solution. In the meantime, everyone have a great weekend. Get your popcorn ready for the Arizona results. Take care, y'all. Bye.